Hey guys, welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. I'm Mike. I've got Massey. What's up? It is 7 p.m. on a Sunday. I don't know if you Where guys... else would you rather be? Exactly. Where else would you rather be right now? Now, you may be one hour less on sleep. I know I felt it too. We're all going to get through this. We'll all catch up someday. Massey, you going to catch up on sleep? Uh, probably not. No, me either. So, <laughs> but maybe someday. Maybe, maybe someday. someday. So, before we begin, do not forget to check us out on all of the social media platforms. Come on now. Be sure to subscribe. Come on now. Click the link. Comment. Give us comments. Let us know where you're from. Let us know how you found us, maybe. Uh, let us know if you've got any questions. And do you like these? <laughs> do you like them? Look at Massey. Look at me. Bam, look at this. Look at these shirts. Socialistics. So, it's it's so. It's so 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 it's funny, you know, that uh socialism there it uh steals, kills, and destroys. That sounds mighty familiar, familiar, doesn't, doesn't it? it? You know, guys, listen, you guys can pick one of these up at 1776truth.store. Please get one. Uh support your boys, support the ministry, keep us going out there. As a matter of fact, we are uh looking for people who want a brand rep. If you want to do that for us, please let us know. Uh, we'll be sending some to some friends and, uh, you know, we just want to get the word out there and it helps us get more merch. Uh, we're also coming out with some new things like limited edition stuff uh, mm -hmm. for those who want to support the ministry. We're going to have some really cool things. Also, share the video, guys. Share and tell us where you're from tonight. Hey, we got Rebecca Koch on right, right now. Uh, hello. Say hello from where you're at. We're going to get into this thing. Guys, there's a lot to talk about, especially when it comes to, man, dude, we are being throttled. I know we are. Anyways. There's a lot to talk about tonight, yeah. uh, and you know, what we're doing is we're going to be hitting things like systemic racism. Uh, we had some really good ideas from people who posted earlier, which is good, uh, but there's just a lot to talk about, especially when uh, the, the word racism is thrown out there uh, willy-nilly and very flippantly. Uh, there's just no such thing like that in Scripture. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, Pharaoh hated God's people. They weren't, it's not just the Hebrews, it was God's people, yeah. and they were oppressed. And so, you know, when, when you look at what God talked about or Christ talked about, he said, those that hate their brother without a cause, you commit murder. So we're going to talk about all this. We're going to talk about it a little bit this week, yep. a lot of discrimination and it's reverse discrimination. And so we need to talk about it because we need uh, to make people aware and silence. Why the yeah. silence? Why are we trying to silence voices in this nation? And the government doesn't even have to do it now. They just get big business to do it. Yeah. And they're funding it. It's, it's become the culture now, right? It's become the culture to tell people, well, you're not allowed to talk anymore. You, that thought isn't acceptable. You can't use that thought. And this is something that it, it harkens to the idea of the struggle session, which was, it was very popular in China where basically you had one person who had the wrong thoughts and everybody surrounded them and criticized them and ridiculed and made them apologize and, and grovel for the wrong ideas that they had. Yes. You're no longer allowed to have the wrong thoughts and share the show, boys and girls, share the show. We're going to kind of tear apart one of these wrong thought ideas. So we're going to skip slide one. We're going to go right into slide two because slide one, we're going to do that Come next on week. now. So slide two, we had a Georgetown professor that uh, got fired for telling the truth. They got fired. fired. They got fired, fired from their job for telling the truth. Isn't it pretty sad that so our professors stupid. get sold? Get Sold. Sold. <laughs> Sold. Get get fired for uh, telling the truth. So here we go. Professor Sandra Sellers. She was on a Zoom call with another prof. Okay, this was a recorded Zoom call. It always watch the recordings. I know, dude. No matter Turn what you do. Turn the mics off. 
No matter what you do, it's not even that. It's not, it's not even that. The <laughs> fact that you have to do that is so ridiculous that you can't share your own opinion. Or uh, without sounding racist, hey, the bottom line is she spit at some facts. So go for yeah, it. Yeah, let's do this. She said, I hate to say this. I end up having this, you know, angst every semester. <laughs> right when she says that, she knows she's, she's like, about to get she's herself about to step in on water. some landmines. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That a lot of my lower ones are blacks. <laughs> Happens almost every semester. She continued. And it's like, oh, come on, get some really good ones. But there are also usually some that are just plain at the bottom. It drives me crazy. <laughs> okay. So some people say that's awful. How dare she? Or what she's lamenting in is she sees the race quota thing going on. She's like, how do I? I'm stuck. I'm in catch 22. Because if I fail them because they're not doing well, then I'm considered racist. Exactly if I it. don't fail them, then that means I'm pushing them forward when they shouldn't be progressive. Do a caveat with what you're talking about, please. Yeah. Just let's do a caveat quick. And so, please join me in this caveat. Yeah. We are not endorsing racism here. So don't even try us with that game. Oh, you know yeah. we're not going to do that. Okay. Go figure. What we're saying is if there's a class of people, like you notice she didn't complain about the Chinese. Why? Because they're probably going to graduate at a higher level than all the whites, Mexicans, <laughs> exactly. and the rest of them. So, like, it's like she could have said that. Oh, man, I love Asians. You know why I love Asians, man? Because they graduate at the top of the class. Would you have called her racist for that? Probably not. You know what I mean? What she's saying here, there's some that are in her class that are black that yeah. are failing. Why? Can exactly. we go into why? And she's she's pointing out an issue. Um, and the before we get into the why, because I want to show what immediately happened, the Black Law Students Association said, not only is this situation revealing of sellers' true beliefs about black students, we'll get back to that, it is also illustrative of the conscience and conscious and unconscious bias systemically present present Listen in law schools that. grading at Georgetown Law in law school classrooms nationwide. Guys, I can't wait to take you to court on this because you're writing checks that you can't cash. The difference is that Sellers was caught and her racism was broadcast for the world to see. So we're, and of course she was fired. So we're going to get into this. So I just, <laughs> I just have to say something before we continue. Go for it. Systemic racism in colleges. They're the, they're the ground bed of pointing out racism because yeah. everything to them is racist. What the heck are they talking plus about? Plus affirmative action. And yeah, plus dude. the fact that, Asians Talk are actually about the ones being throttled. Talk about reverse racism. Uh, anyway, go for it, man. All right. So in SAT performance, among the top scores on math section in 2015, the, it was about a 750 to an 800 score. 60% were Asians. You had 33% white, 5% Latino, and 2% blacks. Okay, You had about 2,200 blacks and 4,900 Latinos score about a 700. You had roughly 48,000 and 52,000 Asians score that high. Now, there's a lot larger population differences hey. that can be accounted hey. for, but the percentages are still off. Now, you say, well, the SAT, it's systematically racist. Okay, that's fine. That's Dude, they've fine. had to dummy down the SAT scores four times probably since the 70s. So we're going we're gonna to go beyond that. That's for all kids, by the way. Let's go to high school graduation rates because maybe that'll that'll show where it's going. Come the SAT is racist, go. but schools schools aren't right. Graduation rates: eighty nine percent white graduation rate, ninety two percent Asian, eighty one percent Hispanic, and seventy nine percent black. So you have a ten percent difference in graduation rates. Boy, those stats are racist. So let's move forward. How about college completion rates? 
62% whites, 63% Asians, black students, 38%, Hispanics, 45%. Now, I am not saying that black people are just not as smart as white people. That's not what I'm saying. That's obviously not what we're saying. What we're saying is they're not being prepared. They are not being prepared for college. And what happens is they get in over their head and then they fail. But then this professor is called racist because she's pointing out the fact that, look, my black students are not as prepared as my other students. You may say, now that's racist. Well, let's just go to uh, one one little tidbit. And I'm not going to get into all the stats that I got because we got other stuff to do tonight. But let's go to Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore in 2017, they had 13 schools out of 39 without a single student proficient in math. Yet they had an 87% graduation rate. So I'd like to hear you guys' comments on this because Baltimore is predominantly run by Democrats. Democrat uh, uh, school boards, Democrats. Blacks all the way up. Yep, yep. Uh, Democratically elected officials all the way up and down the board, county officials, all those things, or uh, city officials. Why is this happening when the Democrats are the ones who complain the most about education? Right. Yep. You control it. Why are your kids failing and they're not proficient out of those 13 schools? But Massey, it's the systemic racism of that school system, right? Who controls the school system? Hey, could we go to slide five? Can you find slide five? So that's the school board of Baltimore. Hmm. Hmm. I do see Hmm. a white woman on there. Oh, boy. That's systemic. Systemic. We found our racist. Do you guys see this? Now, let's go to slide six. We're just going to quick blast through this. Slide six, Chicago Board of Education. Now, I couldn't find pictures, but look at the names. I did look through the pictures. There were one or two white people, but the rest of them are minorities. Let's go to slide seven. These are the first four of Detroit. Slide eight. The other three of Detroit. Let's go to slide nine. This is DC. Let's go to slide 10. DC. So I've just showed you, you know, four major school systems and they are diverse or very majority black school boards. So the question becomes, is it actually systemic racism when these are the people who are putting forward the education system? Exactly, dude. Or is there something else going on? Because you're always telling me, well, we need more funding, more funding, more funding. When's enough? I, yeah, and when's and enough? When, when is enough? Do you notice that they never ever have enough? Whenever someone's running for any kind of position, what about education? We need to invest more in education. Why? Invest in failure? Failure. This is exactly what we're seeing across the country. Guys, I'm serious. This has nothing to do with systemic racism. No. no. Here's the deal. Was there red uh what is it? Red, Redlining red, yeah. and oh, gerrymandering and all that. Yeah. Of course. Naturally, no one's gonna dispute that. Nobody's gonna say, but who did that? Under whose administration and why? Why did they do that? Yeah. Was there racism going on? Yes. But you can't tell me that these kids don't have access to the same things we all have access to. And it's funny because it's the Democrats that say they don't have access to computers. Most of them don't know how to use the Internet. Really? Why? Why are you calling them stupid? Why are you calling them stupid? Let alone the fact if you went into any of those schools, how many of those students have a cell phone? Exactly. So it's it's funny how people complain. Jeez, dude. It's funny how people <laughs> complain about the free markets and all this other stuff and that Republicans are bad as they're tweeting that from their cell phones. Yeah. Right. The, remember the capitalism, like down with capitalism thing that Forget happened the a couple of years yeah. ago? They were all tweeting it and yeah. putting it on their iPhones. Or- yeah, but think about it, right? <laughs> if, you, if, if you just think clearly with me, 
why are these schools failing? Why are homeschools becoming more prominent? Why is it that they want to take away school choice with charter schools and private schools? Why do they want to take that away? Because they'll lose the funding for it. And why do you have teachers unions that are fighting tooth and nail to not go back to school? Oh, great answer, Lisa. Listen to this. Hmm. School success is closely tied to the poverty rates, which are closely tied to absence of fathers. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Who's going to deny that? And and we, man, we could go down that rabbit hole. Which we should Lisa, next week. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we can. We'll we can do the systemic thing next week. Uh, the what do you call it? Uh, uh, so critical race, critical theory, race theory, systemic racism, all and that. where that stems from, and why the fathers are encouraged to leave yeah. the house. Exactly. And and in this university system, what's going on here is you have students who are not prepared for the university system. So the university gets, like I said earlier, gets squished. They can either pass these students along when they're not actually ready or they fail them. They lose out on dollars and they get accused of racism giving the grades that right. these students want. Right. So what are these? This professor is perfect example of what happens. Oh, you step out of line or you question or Crazy. you don't pass those students like you're supposed to with your quotas, you'll get fired. So what does that tell the professor? Just keep your head down. Don't worry about it. Throw the grade on there that needs to be on there in order to get that student out of your class. Just just pass them along. These students are not prepared for university. They're not at all. And for this black law association to come out and say, well, it's racist grading and it's racist professors and it's a racist system. At what point do you decide to stop putting responsibility on everybody else and then maybe take a little bit for yourself and decide, you know what? After all of these factors, what's the common denominator? Well, boy, that's me. Anyways. Got tense in here. <laughs> no, 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 dude. My bad. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't you worry about Rich, it, dude. Richard's I think, like, oh, is it? Yeah. What the heck? No, 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 no. It's all good. I think what we're what we're getting frustrated with is the constant narrative being pushed to the American people that they're inherently bad because yeah. you're white, and you can't prove that. You can't prove and and just tell people, you know, you're inherently bad uh, because of your skin color. Mm-hmm. All that does is perpetuate the theory of racism when most people are just nice people. You know what I mean? Of course you got jerks. Now, there's a difference between being a racist and being a jerk. If someone's being a jerk, that's one thing. Being a racist is a whole different thing. Racism is, I want to eradicate your kind. But someone making a snide comment isn't always racist. They just had a bad day. Happens all the time. Men, how many of you have ever yelled at your wife and yelled at them stupidly? And said some stupid things to your wife. How many of you? Can any male please comment and raise your hand? Please <laughs> raise your hand. Put it in the comments. I have, right? I have, right? Couldn't see, but does I that my mean, hand. Does that mean I hate my wife? No, I just had a bad day and I took it out on her, which I never should have. Okay? People just aren't racist, right? They're just not. No. I, and it's funny. I just had this conversation with a friend of mine. And, and I'm going on a line here with this whole thing, right? Yeah. I can't, even if they were hating me. My father raised me so well. He said, dude, you got to pray for him. Bible says to love your, what? Love your enemy. Love your enemy. Not just point out the problem, not say they're systemic, whatever. Love them, right? Now, we can correct and fix and do all that stuff. But what is, um, what is, what is the point in pointing out racism with no action? Yeah. What is the point? Because it's, it becomes an unforgivable sin, right? It's irreconcilable. So now people are being told, well, 
if if you're white and you accept you're racist, you're racist. And if you're white and you say you're not racist, well, that means you're even more you're racist. You're even more racist. Right? So you cannot fix it. You can't solve the sin. And that's why this Robin D'Angelo book is such a piece of trash. Because what it does is it basically says this whole group of people, mind you, she's white. You're you're irreconcilable. Right. You are you are part of the unforgivable sin and you haven't even done anything. You're born under the curse of racism. Do you notice I'm using religious language because it's a religious thing? This this whole movement has become a religious movement. You have your prophets, you have your dogma, you have your doctrine, yep. you have your sins, yep. you have your 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 uh looking for repentance and forgiveness in the whole thing. But yet there's no grace or mercy in the whole movement. You're not allowed mercy for being racist. Or your past. Yeah. That's funny, dude. They want it, It's so crazy because everybody wants the redemption side of Jesus. You know, forgive me for what I've done and don't pay attention to my past. But the moment they see someone else do it in their past, they just got to crucify him. Oh, my gosh. You can't be on our show anymore. You can't have a career anymore because, yeah. oh, my gosh, in your past 10, 20 years ago, you, you know what I mean? So yeah. You did something stupid. What's well, like, dude, I've changed. We all grow up. I, I thank God he doesn't hold it to my charge. What I did 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, I'm not saying I was an idiot and did something stupid, but thank God he doesn't hold me to those things. Thank God when I used to be a liar, I don't lie anymore. I don't want to do that stuff. I don't yeah. I don't want to, right? So we'll we'll get more into this uh next week, but we wanted to just give a little taste of where we're gonna be. So you know, check back in with us. So let's go to the next thing. Um we got got a couple minutes we can do this. So uh next slide. I've got slide 12, Richard. Um, it's the Feinstein one. So forgive Richard if he puts up the wrong one. Is this the Feinstein one? Yeah, okay. Assault weapons ban. Hey, we're back to it, guys. Why not? Democrats are back in power. Let's go for it again. We tried it in 94. But let's not forget that Trump banned bump stocks. Yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. Don't forget. Um, Feinstein claims it's been 17 years since the original assault weapons ban expired. And the plague of gun violence continues to grow in this country. To be clear, this bill saves lives. When it was in place from 94 to 2004, gun massacres declined by 37% compared with the decade before. After the ban expired, the number of massacres rose by 183%. So we're going to tease a little bit of this out. <laughs> we're going to have some fun with this. So first off, 94, ATF traced 82,791 assault weapons to crime. Uh, 95, this declined a little bit to 77,503. It absolutely exploded to 128,653 in 96 and continued to climb to 229,525 in 02. Boy, that assault weapons ban really worked, didn't it? Yeah. No. Violent crime related gun traces rose from 10,094 to 30,000 in 02. Pretty 31,000. Yeah. So crime rates right before this ban were already starting to fall. And that's actually globally. So they're already starting to fall. You put in the assault weapons ban. You go for 10 years. Crime rates continue to decline. So these are global statistics? Well, the, the statistics in here are U.S., but I'm I'm pulling out the, the crime rate falling. That happened globally. Uh, so so that, that continued to go down, right? Um, let's go to the mass shootings thing. So, all right, yes, there were fewer during than after it expired. But mass shootings were not higher before the ban. This means that overall they were on an upward trajectory, okay? At the height of the ban, 12 occurred between 97 and 99. 
Okay, don't forget this also depends on the definition of mass shootings, all of that, right? That's but we also have to recognize Columbine changed the game. Columbine was that thing that was splattered all over the news, all over the media. Everybody knew those guys' name. But I can uh, it's uh Dylan Roof and Yeah, Dylan and uh gosh, but I, but the facts yeah. we the facts we could even go, boy, it's on the tip of my tongue, means these guys were celebrities. That changed the game because before that, mass shootings didn't happen this way and all exactly. of a sudden you got a bunch of people who went oh they went famous when they went out i want to do that eric too. Hellis, eric harris eric and, and, dylan. and dylan klebold there we go dylan klebold yes i remember those names vividly we used to talk about it all the time and so you know this created panic across the nation which was also fertilizer for guys who were already that close to just flipping right right once you create that panic, that fear, another guy who's this close to just doing it goes, ooh, I can do that too. Okay. Um, some... The average rate of gun deaths has pretty much been unchanged since 1990 to 2016. Average rate of gun deaths has not changed in those, what, 26 years. About 71% of all murders are a result of thieves falling out, a.k.a. two rival criminals. 71%. And and I do want to do. Oh, do I have the? Where is it? Okay. Yes, I got to read this one. So, 2013. Um, over 50 percent of murders occurred in two percent of the nation's 3,142 counties. Moreover, gun-related homicides are heavily concentrated in certain neighborhoods within those counties. 54 percent of U.S. counties had zero murders in 2014. So what you're actually looking at is you're at, you're looking at a very consolidated problem. And we can all talk about where that problem is, right? But what Feinstein is saying is all of those counties that had no murders in them whatsoever, you're the problem. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? Ain't that something? It's something. So we got a For the People Act. It's for the intro people. This? I mean, it's for the people, really <laughs> for the people, right? Like, Okay, uh, what is really in it? I mean, we have to ask yeah. this on every bill, right? Listen, yeah. even with the, the stimulus bills, all the things that are being passed, it's not just one party doing it. So, and if you're a Republican listening, don't just start throwing fingers at Biden, please, because Trump did it too. And there was a lot of pork in those two, mm -hmm. and nobody said anything. But now that there's pork in this one, the, the Republicans are going bonkers. There's always stuff. Isn't it crazy, dude? It's a theater act, right? So yep. I'm not saying... Dude, we just have a Pastor Jan said it today. We got a lot of rhinos, a lot mm -hmm. of Republican in name only, a lot of conservative in name. What we call it Kinos that time. Uh, a lot Kinos? of a lot, a lot of conservatives in name only, right? They're not acting out what they should be. And here we are, the party of conservative. Literally, the name meaning to preserve, conserve, yep. to preserve something, right? So it's it's uh here we are doing this, and we're gonna go through uh what is in it, right? If you guys see section uh, one thousand one. Uh, internet voter registration. You can go ahead and just go right in. Go right on into. Did you drop it? Yeah, I dropped my sheet. Uh, section 101, 101, Internet voter registration. So basically, what they're going to do with this is now you can register online. We'll leave that there. If, if any of you have ever decided you wanted to sign into a website and you know just put a bum email, here we go. Right. God. One zero zero five. Prohibiting the use of more than four digits for social security number. I know where to get a fake social security card. Do you? Yes. You do? Yes. Indian Tower. 
(laughs) (laughs) And actually, I know people who know know the house to go. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not hard to get yourself a fake social security number. And if you only have to use four digits, it's a lot easier, doesn't it? I just want to say this from the onset. The more the laws, the less the freedom you have. Just just keep that in mind. The more the laws, the less freedom you have. Yep. So the more they pass this crap, and the more you don't even know about it, the more it's like going to fall on you. Go for it. Exactly. So section 1007, you can use your voter registration as an application for the absentee ballot. So now you wouldn't have to come up with a good reason as to why you need an absentee ballot. There wouldn't be this extra layer of um, of validation or, or searching through, um, you just use your registration, voter registration. Hey, give me an absentee ballot. Um, I've got a stat in here somewhere that about 50% of the ballots cast this year were mail-in ballots. Now, what do you think is going to happen next year? Gosh, more fraud. I mean, that's, that's what this is about, dude. It's keeping people in office that they want. Now, isn't it crazy that we haven't even moved? And it's funny how they're doing this inch by inch by inch. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're just going to say, we'll just get rid of elections. You know what yeah. I mean? We'll just, we'll just let the Senate vote for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they have a majority, that's what they'll do eventually. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen if we don't stop and, this mess. And I've, I've had people say, well, we just have to wait for the red wave. In two years, we're going to get the red wave. If you give up the election process to them you will never get your never never get it back you will never get your true conservative principled person in office again they'll they'll give you a couple of grab bag people um but those are people that they know can still fall in line and you can anyways yeah 10 12 section 10 10, 12 automatic registration so this automatically registers you you don't have to go and register again i guess Whoa, 1041. There we go. Thank no, you. no interstate cross checks for removing voters no later than six months prior. You can't cross check after six months or six months or closer to election. Are you kidding me? What the what? Six months, a half a year. <laughs> uh so two weeks before. Cross state lines. Nope, sorry, you can't check. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's it gets good, man. It gets good. All right, Republicans, <laughs> conservatives, better start crossing some state lines. We better have 160 yeah. million votes next year. Dude, I can't help but think it's like it's like let's go for the walls, man. What let's the do it. Why not? You know, we why do we follow the rules if the rules aren't gonna matter anyways? Yeah, well, they're making them up as they go. Yeah, why can't we make them up as we go? Let's play ball and watch the liberals and be like, Oh my gosh, can you believe they said that? They're talking You're doing it! They're they're talking about elections. You're doing it. Don't accuse me of saying it when you're doing it. It's funny. I'm the one being honest here, voting in my district, doing it the right way, registering when I'm supposed to. Uh-huh. And now they can pass this stuff to ensure their elections. Ain't that something? Ain't and it. I'm the bad guy for pointing it out. How dare you? So are you. Yep. How dare us? You're a white guy. You're a racist <laughs> for pointing that's, this out. That's a big problem. I, I just want to suppress black voters. That's what I want to do, of course. I'm kidding. Of course, it's going to be used out of context. Somebody's going to make that. See, he admitted it right on. Anyways, 1094. This one, I love this one. Acceptance of voter registration applications from minors. Now you can vote when you're 16. Federally. Mind you, that's the beautiful thing about this is now it put it standardizes elections federally. So now federally, 
you can be 16. Let me ask you if if you have a child who is 16 or was 16 at one point, would you trust them to vote? Y'all, listen, 16-year-olds can't even get into the military. 16-year-olds, I'll go there. Go for they, it. They can't even get into an adult bookstore. <laughs> not that they should. I'm not I'm not but promoting they can't go. Yeah. Right. And how ironic that they're called adult bookstores as if you need to be an adult to be a pervert, right? Yeah. So it's it's ridiculous. But we're gonna have 16-year-olds vote on the future of a country. Why 16-year-olds? You know why? Because they're targeted on TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook and they're, all their friends, and that's what they're doing on iTunes and Spotify and all this other crap. And what did they hear in the schools day in, day out? Exactly. Right? Why they somebody and I don't remember who, but I'm sure a lot of you remember this quote. Um, if you're young and a conservative, you have no heart, but if you're old and a liberal, you have no brain, right? It's really true. The young people are drawn towards the liberal ideology exactly. because they, they want to they want to do something for the world. Lisa said there are plenty of so-called adults I don't trust to vote. Yeah, Stick exactly. It. Dude, we Joe Biden can't even finish a sentence. <laughs> He's running a country right now for crying out loud. I just, I, where am I? Where, where am I? Dude, this this guy is not there anymore. He's not. Anyways, sorry. So, I, I agree with Paul. I've said this there. before. You know what we should do? It's tests before they vote. How I much really do you know agree. about the Constitution? Do a hundred test questionnaire on the Constitution. I agree. And and each branch of government, what they what they can and cannot do. So and then we'll vote. So last week, I think this was last week. We were we were sitting down on the deck after the show, and I had raised the question: Do you guys think that we need to have requirements in order to be able to vote? And not not just hey, fill out your registration card. You're over eighteen. But we had this discussion, and all of us agreed of like yes. It used to be you had to be a landowner. Now everybody says, "Oh, that's that's elitism." Yeah, all that of was that. elitism, and it was racism because blacks didn't have land, so they needed women, so they couldn't vote. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the idea is actually a good one. Of if you if you've got no skin in the game, why should you be able to Ooh. vote on stuff that directs the direction of the nation? If you've got skin in the game, you have a house, you own a business, whatever, you, you've you got something that matters and is affected, yeah. then you should be able to vote. If you own nothing, you've got nothing, you've produced nothing, you're doing nothing, why do you get to vote? Exactly. Carrie just said, do the immigration test for all voters. Yeah, that would be great. Seriously, man. Well, why? They're not even doing the immigration test on people coming in right now. Just let them in. Keep them in cages, by the way, guys. Oh yes, <laughs> someday we're gonna we're gonna hit. Well, that. we should Maybe hit, we'll that, hit that next week. One one zero three, a pilot program for those with disabilities to vote privately at home. Now, I, oh, who deter? Oh my gosh! I, I, oh my gosh! I will give the benefit of the doubt that there's a a pure motive in this, but. Can anybody else see what happened with nursing homes this last round? What do you think is going to happen when somebody gets sent to a disabled person's home? And well, let me let me just fill this out. Yeah, let me you, help you yeah. sign that. Anyways, section one three zero two prohibiting false statements regarding federal elections. I love this one. They are now saying you are not allowed to say something that we've determined to be a false statement about the federal elections. Boy, that rings true. Where does that something about misinformation in elections? 
is that connecting for you somewhere? Any party in particular? Anybody, anybody, if you're out there, what am I thinking of? Listen, you jokers <laughs> who passed this, and yes, I'm calling you that. What does it matter if I have a false statement about an election? Now you're controlling speech. What does it matter if I have a false statement about it? What if it matters? I remember all those Democrats that said Trump's not my president. Oh, Trump, it was, uh, he lost because of Electoral College. Is electoral college. We got to get rid of electoral college. He didn't win. Hillary Clinton won. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. She should have been the president. Blah blah. Stolen election. Russia, 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 Sounds a lot like John Adams' Sedition Act, mm-hmm. which Thomas Jefferson completely condemned and said, dude, you are literally Tore destroying what we fought for. You're destroying what we fought for. What he was saying was John Adams was literally going to make it illegal to speak against America, to speak against Americans, America, how we did it. Jefferson's like, dude, you can't do that. That's not what we fought for. Freedom of speech. What are you talking about? It's ridiculous. And of course, President Adams was like, hey, look. I'm just trying to keep the people in unity. I'm trying to, by silencing them? Yeah. Isn't it funny that it's always unity, right? It, man, this 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 should this should concern you, right? It, it, well, it does concern, concern you guys. It does concern me. Now, it's, you, trust me, conservatives won't stop speaking. They're just not going no, to. No, We're going to keep doing it. What are you going to do? We're going to keep doing it. So just keep doing it. <sighs> just like you non-mask wearers. Keep non-mask wearing. Do what you got to do. 1621, vote by mail. Cannot make any conditions or requirements. You cannot require signature verification without due process. Uh, who's no going to determine due process? Who determines due, who determines ding, disability? Ding, ding. Who determines due process? Ding, ding, ding. Do you know how many people are considered disabled who need home, home pets? They're per- perfectly fine people who need home pets. They're considered disabled. Yeah. Who... Listen to this. That's so open-ended. You know what I mean? Like a lot of this stuff is open-ended. And that's that's our, our biggest complaint is this basically opens the floodgates. This opens the floodgates because they've, they've, they basically said they want everybody to be totally. able to vote. And totally. that's where they're going. 3106, the Department of National Intelligence must submit a pre-election threat assessment, including cybersecurity and terrorist threats. Guess who they're thinking about? Hmm. Terrorist threats. Not not across the country or not across the seas, right in your country. Yeah, because didn't Biden just say that we had uh, insurrectionist terrorists that happened on January? Wasn't mm-hmm. this the January sixth? Yeah, when that whole thing happened, which obviously nobody wanted to have happened. Nobody wanted that to happen, as yeah. far as I know. Anybody I know never wanted anybody to go into a White House and do this. No, right? But it happened. And it's like, okay, so we learn from this. You know what I mean? Like, be careful who you attach yourself to. And not everybody that says they're conservative are conservatives, right? They're crazy. And yes, of course, it was outside interference. We know. Did you know that same day that Antifa stormed a federal courthouse in Portland? I did not know that. Yeah, that same day. And nobody... Federal. And and, and nobody said nothing. Nah, nah, man. Listen to what I just said. Nobody said nothing. That's a double (laughs) negative. Nobody said anything. So everybody said something. That's right. <laughs> um, let's let's go halfway down on the on the next points. Um, 
where is it? Prohibits voter roll purging and bans the use of non-forwardable mail being used as a way to remove voters from the rolls. Restores voting rights to people convicted of felonies who have completed their sentences. Uh, the bill would provide a voluntary six to one match for candidates for president and Congress, which means every dollar candidate raises from small donations, the federal government would match it six times over. Why? What? Why? Here's... You want to do it that way? Here's what I propose. Set a limit for every single candidate. No PACs, no special interests, no lobbying, nothing. You get $100,000. Go to it. Every single one of you. Now, I'm not saying that's what I'm actually for, but if you want to get the federal government involved with money that's in elections, put it the same for everybody. Don't do this six to one crap. (sighs) Dude, this is crazy. this is crazy. So is this really like just ask yourselves the question, comment below. Is this really for the people? Is this really for the people or for themselves? Notice government will never, never, trust me, never, ever do what's in the best interest of the people. Nope. There's always something in it to gain for government. Doesn't matter who's in office. Somehow government's going to gain out of even something that looks for the people. Trust me. They always grow. Oh, yeah. Very rarely yeah. do they relinquish power. Matter of fact. What was it? Thomas Sowell said that uh, there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program. Jeez, bro. <laughs> um, down, Speaking of. Mostly down on the next page. Uh, it contains a non-binding provision that expresses Democrats' support for D.C. statehood. Another state. Hmm, why, I wonder. District of Columbia residents deserve full congressional voting rights and self-government, which only statehood can provide. Which, mind you, a lot of those residents are in the government. Two more senators. How many more House? That's exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. Two more Democrats. Dude, listen. Isn't that crazy? This is... If you thought the Democrats were for the people, if any of you thought that they were kind of middle of the road, if any of you thought that they were actually American. This is anti-American to the max, y'all. I don't even care what you tell me. I don't care. Call me a racist. Call me whatever you want to. This is anti-American as it gets. They hate America. Do you know why? Because they keep trying to change what America is. They don't want rules anymore in America, right? Except for them. They're yeah. the ones They're the ones who keep the rules. They're the ones who and, uh, vote for them and then keep them. And... Let me let me let me talk to the the liberals for, for a second for it, or, or the Democrats and and you're saying look we're we just want to ensure that people are protected to get their vote. I I really want you to bring up significant numbers here of where people are being suppressed from voting by the stuff that all of this changes. There there there's such a small minority of people but you're opening yourself up to such risk and and let's bring in the idea of voter id right because voter id is a big thing we're always told you're suppressing votes because you want to require an id in person which mind you this this for the people act yeah you can have a written statement with a signature which mind you they don't have to verify the signature against the signature on the ballot you just bring in this sheet that says hey i am who i am who i say i am here's my signature here you go if you don't have an ID, that's not hard to forge. Um, the ACLU famously claimed that 11% of U.S. citizens lack a government-issued photo ID. So this is about 21 million Americans. There's various studies that have been performed that have considerably different results, guys. The study used for their claim was conducted with only 987 people. Massey, what do you say about polls and small studies? 
False. <laughs> Who are they polling? Where are they polling? Why are they polling? Exactly. So your margin of error was high. Margin of other studies do not support this claim. Okay, you had uh, one study that had 4,271 respondents with a result of 3.3% Americans. This would mean 6 to 9 million. Okay, and I bet if you got even wider, your percentage would go down. So at what point do we decide we're going to change everything for a very small percentage? Mm. And not to wade in those waters, but it's the same thing with the whole transgender thing. You have a very small percentage, and why are we upending everything for a very small percentage? Um, the survey of the performance of American elections was the only one of these studies listed to focus on registered voters of the total adult population. Surveyed 10,200, found 96.6% of voters have at least one photo ID, meaning 3.4% did not. This would make for 5.4 million. Now, this is what I want to ask you. We're told it's racist for voter ID laws. Yet, you have to have an ID to check out a library book. You have to have an ID to get a bus ticket. You have to have an ID to get an airplane ticket. You have to have an ID to get your social security check. Yeah. So you got to have an ID to buy alcohol, depending yeah. on the story. You get a to. job, cash a check, yeah. open a bank account for crying out loud, but not a federal election. Yeah. So you don't need a voter ID for a federal election, but man, that book down at the local library, you better be man, able to prove who you are. Because money is involved at the library if you don't return the book. Fines. Dude, I've got to go get a stupid permit to put my windows in, in my house. I obviously have to present an ID for it, but I don't need one for a federal election for crying out loud. This is ridiculous, dude. Seriously. I mean, it, it's almost like laughable but it's not because it's the freedom of our kids that's at stake here you know it's 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 yeah anyway it's frustrating so we've got a list of states that there are 34 states that have identification requirements at the polls seven have stricter photo id laws okay there's some states that all you need is a non-photo id um, so let's talk about the number of mail-in ballots that were used um how many sources claim over half of the 2020 election right we talked about that uh it's unclear, but one thing that's interesting is 28 states that were recorded, just about every state has lower numbers of rejected absentee mail-in ballots. Okay, so for in Georgia, 2016 election, it was 6.4% of ballots were rejected, but only 0.4% of ballots were rejected in 2020. So we had a massive amount of ballots that were mailed in or absentee in 2020, yet then our percentage of rejection goes down considerably? Eh? Yeah. Something's wrong here. Something is very wrong here. No. It's, it's I think who who was it that just did this uh documentary? The my pillow guy. He just did that oh, uh, yeah, that the, the, the you know how many absentee ballots were, were, were counted in, out of state voters, illegal uh, alien voters, all these other things. And of course he gets black ticketed and gets kicked off of Twitter, and uh so does his company. Uh and people try to ban him from stores so guess what happens the people pull together and buy a bunch of pillows from him, which i encourage you to go to my pillow yeah get a couple pillows get a the, pillow. guy, the guy's awesome uh so and and i don't even it's not even a trump thing for me it's a honesty thing for me it's not it has nothing to do with trump or republicans or anything it's called honesty and integrity in elections that's all i want right but why can't we talk about it why is it always considered false that's the question you got to ask yourself why is it always considered false to question people here why won't they let you question authority anymore 
Why? Didn't they tell you to question Republicans and what you're told? Didn't they tell you to question the Constitution? Didn't they tell you to question the founding fathers and why they existed? Aren't they telling you to question everything you heard about history? Mathematics? Like, aren't they telling you to question everything? Don't they do that in schools? Oh, yeah. Why, is you, why can't you question them? Why can't you question those in authority? What's wrong with that? Ask yourselves the question, and that's what you need to be telling people. Question. Yeah. You need to raise questions. Don't just buy what you're sold. Not even from us. Go check these numbers. Check these sources. Check these statistics. Come back if you find something that you think we've said wrong. Exactly. Um, let's go to illegal immigrants for a second. Um, Ooh. In, in 2013... <laughs> 13% of Hispanic non-citizens admitted they were registered to vote. So non-citizen Hispanics, 2013, 13% of them registered to vote. Um, the Census Bureau counted about 21 million non-citizens in the U.S. during 2019. So even if you only had 5% of them vote, this would amount to more than a million illegal votes cast in the 2020 elections. That could win several states. Do you guys, you get the picture here? You get the picture? When you don't allow photo IDs, when you allow mail-in ballots, when you don't allow full, full social security numbers, when you don't allow any validation of a person, you are opening the floodgates. Exactly. And especially when we have 6,000 people a day crossing our borders. 1,000 a day was considered a crisis in the Obama administration. Trump had what? 700, 800 at his peak. 6,000 a day. And now they don't need an ID to vote. I, I that that's where I'm at. Like I guess too, some of the stimmy stuff is going to go to the illegal aliens, is it not? Yeah, some of the stimmy yeah. checks. Because <laughs> uh, it's funny, Cruz had pointed that out that probably over something like probably over a million immigrants would end up being able to get a stimulus check, and then there was somebody who called him a liar on the floor, and a news source said he was a liar, but then the news source checked themselves. Well, actually, Ted Cruz is right. <laughs> listen the the we point these things out not to alarm you not to scare you but to do something now yeah. is the time again where we need to act this is why we do what we do this yep. is why we have these podcasts this is why we're interviewing people matter of fact uh we may sometime this week interview a woman in michigan who is getting fined i think she's up to like eighty thousand now i think in fines for keeping a restaurant open up in michigan so we're going to interview her because she knows one of our um one of our uh, uh supporters up there uh, so I just want you guys to know, and we're going to interview her because she is actually from, I think, I want to say Bulgaria or something like that. She's mm -hmm. an immigrant and she's standing more for her rights than most people. Listen, most Americans are. Yeah. Listen to me. Most Americans just walking around with the mask. They don't even question anything. They don't question what they're taught. They're just going willfully go get the vaccine, whatever. This woman is saying, no, it is my right to have my business open. You don't have the right to tell me that I can't keep my business open. And this woman's getting fined for it. Do you know why we want to promote people like that? You want to want to know why we promote Miss Brooke from last week? Because those people are willing to take a stand. And it's those people, listen to me. It's these people who are saying they're, they're the unlikelies. They're the ones who are like, I, you would have never guessed it'd be them to stand. And here they are standing. And dude, what did it do last week? It gave people courage, dude, man. people loved it. It, it gave us courage and and geez dude we yeah what do we do every yeah. week it seems like you're going out to speak here soon i'm going this weekend uh to go out and speak we do it all the time yeah. but it's like dude i love when people take a stand go ahead 
Yeah, and and the thing about Brooke is, man, she's got such a fire, and there's there's no question in her mind, and that's what I love about her is she she just nails it. She goes forward, and you guys can do that too. And we sound like a broken record because we're always telling you you can do something because at some point we're hoping it will sink in for you. The reason we give you all these stats, and I I know I get fired up especially today about all the stats, is because the the ludicrous nature of it drives me up a wall. And I kind of hope it drives you up a wall too, to where you're like, okay, I got to do something. I, I've got to do something, right? And if that's as simple as a mass campaign to contact your representatives, I was looking up the Florida districts and everything and looking up the various representatives, right? Contact them. It doesn't matter if you're in their district or not. Contact them, right? So you got anything else? No, to I just, I want to know, or Miss uh, Lisa, um, also said there's a bench warrant for her that lady's arrest too up in Michigan. A bench warrant. I'm not surprised. For keep listen to me. For keeping her restaurant open, but we're gonna let 16-year-olds vote in a federal election. Listen to how backwards this is. You know why? Because government loves to control. They don't give a crap about anything except money. Mm-hmm. They'll only enforce what's money driven. That's it. Oh my gosh, there's so much going on locally. This is why we're actually doing our next conference here. We haven't set the date yet, just yet, again, uh, because of just some some changes that we're having. Uh, but we're going to be talking about how to get involved locally, what it's going to take. We're going to have some awesome guests. And uh, this is the reason, because it's going to take that now. Yeah. It's going to take that where we oppose federal law and say, no, we're not doing that. We're not letting 16-year-olds vote. We're not going to let illegals vote. We're not going to let people who are out of state vote. We're not going to do, you know what I mean? We need good people in office to do that and stand against unconstitutional authority. Because it's not even an authority if they're breaking their own law. They're criminals. Yeah. Listen to me. They're criminals. They're changing the law to suit themselves. That's criminal. That is criminal. That's what you're doing. And you know what? You don't have time not to call them that. Because if you see them as criminals, you'll do something about it. Exactly. And and now is the time to do it because this is why we're warning you. You have some time to be able to try and change this stuff because a couple of years from now, you won't be able to change it. If this gets passed and pushed into law, you're going to have a much tougher battle. Now is your time to get involved in this. Exactly. dude. And if there's any way we can help, let us know. Yeah, please. So with that being said, you got anything else before no, we close man, out? No, I'm, I'm good. I, I okay. want you to yeah, close yeah. it out and uh, do yeah. your thing. So do not forget, guys, to check us out on the social media platforms. If you haven't signed up for BitChute, go ahead and sign up for BitChute. Come on, somebody. S- subscribe to us. Give a comment. Check it out. And if you find another platform that you really like and you want us to be on it, let us know. Now, hey, Richard, can you show both of us? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This This is the beautiful shirt. Yep. Ah. See it? See it? Beautiful shirt. Get it now. 1776truth.store. Get the shirt. Get 50. Yeah. I don't care. Hand them out on the corner of the street. Guaranteed. Most of the people will like them. Carrie and I were on a a restaurant last night, uh, late, and we had several people come up to us and go, man, that's a cool shirt. I'm like, you wearing this one? Yeah, I was. I was was wearing one of these. And, uh, you know, one of them said to us, how come most people don't know this? Like, and I said, I think they do. They're just afraid. Because I had a lot of people point, do that, do this to us. They, that's what they would do, but they wouldn't like talk to you. They wouldn't engage. Right? We're afraid. Yeah, and they are. But I don't care. We don't need a majority, right? But the more you can get the voice out there, because it's true, socialism steals, kills, and destroys. Who does that as well in scripture? Yeah. Scripture calls it out Satan. It is it is demonic, this this whole rhetoric of socialism. So because it's un, it's anti-American, it's ungodly. It just is. So we need to say it. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Right? Get your shirt. 
buy a t-shirt, buy a sweatshirt. These are on sweatshirts too, right? We're coming up with some really new, uh, awesome stuff. Get yourself one on 1776truth.store, 1776truth.store. Order a bunch. Hand them out to your friends. Get one of these hats. Our hats are flying. My wife was wearing this one last night, and we had some great conversations with people last night. It was great, dude. Yeah. And it was just good old American people sitting out at a tiki bar because we were going up to the restaurant. And it was just fun to, to, to be there with them and communicate. And they're like, you know, one of them actually even asked me this. And you know how much I, I don't like this question. I'm not mad at them, but I don't like this question. What are we going to do to fix it, man? It's like people want the silver bullet to fix it. We, I said, dude, you realize it's not going to be overnight. Like we have to undo 100 years mm-hmm. of school systems being destroyed by, by liberal policy, by, by ungodly agendas, right? 120 years of not backing our dollar and it being inflated like crazy. I mean, we got so much to do. It's not going to be an overnight success. It's not going to be something that we can just change overnight. So we got to be vigilant, sober, keep teaching, keep reaching people, question like heck, live skeptically like Paul says. We talk about live liberated because you know what? Under God, you're free. And all liberty is, is uh, freedom and morality together. Yeah. And that's what we want for you, right? What we want for you is freedom. We want you to live liberated. We want you to be able to walk down the street and not worry about a government regulation or a government nuisance law or or government coming after you. Because there are other countries where you have to live with looking over your shoulder every second of the day. Okay. So that being said, check us out on the stuff. And and if you have if you get this shirt and people are like, I love that shirt, just let them know about Tell us. them. Tell them about us. Our logo's on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Point on right the back. Right on the neck. Right? And or just say check out self-evident podcast. That's where the shirt came from. That's all you gotta say. Okay. So that being said, guys, this is Massey. What's up? I'm Mike. We love you so much. We're so thankful for you who watch, who comment, who who are faithful to us, who support us. Thank you guys, because you help us move forward. And we are going to keep going forward with this. We're going to go where the Lord wants us to go. So that, I love you guys. Have a great night. Take care. Adios.